This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. It's time for the Clang Valley's biggest conversation. Talk back on the evening edition, only on BFM 89.9. It's Talk Back. You're with Caroline and Ezra. The number to call is 0377109000. Of course, you can WhatsApp us at 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. We're asking you the question, what would be your first choice, public or private health care? And, of course, specifically, you know, in the news today, it was reported that there's been a 30% drop in the number of patients going to private hospitals. And the main reason for this shift, unsurprisingly, is cost. Yeah, I guess, you know, when it comes to public health care, it's undeniably cheaper. It's a lot cheaper, let's mm. face it. Mm-hmm. Uh, treatment is almost fully subsidised. I believe GST is not involved. Uh, equipment is generally top-notch because there's lots of funding that goes into it. And, uh, well, it looks like quite a few of us uh, have reaped in the benefits. But here's the thing. There's actually also more awareness in terms of the stigma that used to surround uh, public health care, right? Mm. So I remember that around this time last year, there was a post that went viral on Facebook about uh, this dad um, who was marvelling at his 31 ring hospital bill uh, for specialist surgeon treatment. I mean, 31 ringgit is a steal. It's pretty amazing. Um, I think for the longest time, though, there was this tendency to shun public health care, especially amongst the middle class, right? If you could afford it, you'd automatically opt for private health care. So there was, uh, I think, actually very little awareness of uh, what the public system actually offered. Um, In fact, it came as quite a shock, I I believe, to many people that uh, so much of the cost is subsidized, I mean, from consultations to radiotherapy even. Absolutely. And of course, you know, when when bad news appears or a particular instance that is undesirable, that sort of news travels far and wide. We've all heard uh, the horror stories, uh, the never-ending queues, uh, wait times, uh, overcrowding is a huge problem at some hospitals uh, in major cities. Uh, You have shortage of staff, delayed treatments, and just... Aesthetically, the physical appearance of public hospitals and in private hospitals mm. is it's something that's pretty apparent. Uh, they're functional uh, and, of course, not as shiny as those other um, you know, five-star private hospitals. Five-star private hospitals. Yeah. yeah, well, there's a similar gap in price, obviously. <laughs> yes, yes. Not just aesthetics. So it's taken some time and possibly the, uh, I suppose, economic downturn. Everybody's tightening their wallets just a little bit mm-hmm. um, for this, you know, diamond to er- emerge from the rough because, you know, you don't go out looking for your options unless sometimes you have to. Um, and, and that's what we, we seem to be doing. We seem to be considering all our options. Uh, and it's clear, right, 30% drop in private health care. Yeah, and of course, it does very much seem to be, uh, I guess, a consequence or circumstance rather than a personal preference. But with today's report, things might just have taken a turn. So this evening, we're talking about healthcare. We're asking you, what would be your first choice, public or private healthcare? Number to call is 0377109000. Of course, uh, you can WhatsApp us at 018789 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Caroline, we've got a Twitter poll happening as well. Yep, we're asking you the same question. When it comes to healthcare, what's your first choice? And um, we've got 52 votes in since we put this up a few minutes ago, and it's pretty much split evenly across the board. 35% have opted for public uh, healthcare, 33% private, 32 with depends. Well, well, let me tell you, um, you know, who I'd like to hear from. I'd like to hear from folks who've actually switched from Mm. private uh, to public, or you know, you know, to to appeal to those who are staunch, um, you know, supporters of respective camps. Yeah. Um, You know, if you feel that it's it's absolutely a 
no-brainer that a private hospital or private healthcare is the way to go. Call us and tell us why. How concerned are you about the cost? And, you know, it, when it comes to health, people don't want to take risks despite the costs involved. Yeah, you know, I think I have to say, though, when it comes to public health care, um, you know, the concerns would be what you mentioned a little earlier. It's all these long queues and all the waiting time rather than credibility and the ability to yes. perform the job professionally. Absolutely. So you, you wouldn't be concerned about the professionalism that's involved in these respective hospitals, but it's more about, well, if I need to see a doctor at a particular time, um, what does that mean? How, uh, you know, where do I... Uh, how much time do I have to prepare yeah. um, in, in getting to that appointment, right? So it's the waiting time, it's the travel time to some of these hospitals because of the density of those locations as well. Zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand. that's the number for Talkback. You can WhatsApp us at 018-789-8899. And of course, you can tweet us at BFM Radio. We're going to head for a quick song and we'll be right back on Talkback. Here are the Cardigans with Carnival on BFM 89.9. Time for the four T's. Tweet, text, talk, talk back on BFM 89.9. It's 0377109000. That's the number to call for talk back. It's Caroline and Ezra. We're asking you the question, what is your first choice, public or private health care? Our phone lines are ringing and our first call of the day, we're delighted to hear from Calvin. Hi, Hi Calvin. Calvin. Oof. Oh. He Calvin. wasn't that delighted to hear from us, clearly. Do try call us back, Calvin, 0377109000. Our next caller is Cheryl. Maybe we'll have more luck. Hi, Cheryl. Hi. Hi there. Hi there. Thanks for calling. So what, what's your first choice, public or private health care? Well, my first choice, to be honest, probably private, but I understand that not everyone can afford it. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to share my experience with public health care. Sure. So I have... Um, a, a, a few wisdom teeth and I explored the road of private. So for those of you who don't know, an extraction for wisdom tooth it actually requires surgery where they slice open your gum and then they drill the tooth and take it out and stitch you up. Ouch. So per- <laughs> sorry, sorry to be so graphic. No, yeah, but, I think sometimes yeah. we need these descriptions. Go on. Yes. So going the public route might cost you from seven hundred to a thousand ringgit per tooth. Sometimes some people have four four wisdom tooth, mm. uh, four wisdom teeth, yeah. two on the bottom, two on top, and um, okay, a thousand per tooth is not exactly spare change, and I have more than one. Yeah. So I looked around, um, and I thought, like, why why don't I just check out the public room? And it turns out that for public um, hospitals, for each tooth, it only costs about five to ten ringgit per tooth. That's amazing! Wow. Yeah, the difference, like, that's that major. Just, that's just, major. just eliminating those zeros. <laughs> so did you go, did you go um, the public route? Yes, in the end I went the public route. But I would like to share the drawbacks that I faced. Sure. So for those of you who are interested in going the public route for dental health care, you might face a longer waiting time. So in my case, I had to wait about um, two months before right. they called me in for my surgery date. But then again, it's not like it was a critical, you know, like life-threatening condition that I had. I could afford to wait. Yeah. Just um, annoying. So, yeah, they did well. The service was good. Um, but bear in mind, I also agreed to be a test subject. <laughs> so what that meant was the students um, at this um, public university, mm. there were four students looking to my mouth. I'm like, see, that's... Fair deal for five ringgit <laughs> to get my wisdom. But was it a choice? Was it a choice that you had in the matter, or could you have said no? I probably could 
have afforded it if I really, really wanted to. But I mean, the disparity in cost far No, I mean, was it a choice when it came to allowing the the students to um, to observe? It was a choice. Um, it was a choice. But if I had opted not to, then it would have cost me um, a few hundred ringgit more. Oh, I see. Interesting. I mean, still still cheaper than you know the going private. Yeah. But um, I would just say, yeah, sure, you know, like, four of you want to stare into my mouth and let me get that five ringgit price tag on my wisdom to surgery, then by all means, I'm happy to let you do that. All right, Cheryl, thank you very much for calling in and so and for our being so articulate in explaining uh, the process that you went through. Thank you very much for calling in. If you want to call in like Cheryl, the number to call is 0377109000. We're asking you the question, what is your first choice, public or private health care? And when it comes to health care, uh, you know, what do you prioritize? Tell us at 0377109000. Alex is our next caller. Hi, Alex. Hi, guys. Hi, Alex. Do tell us um, your story. Okay, so first and foremost, just to start off, um, I just want to introduce that I am a brain tumor survivor. Mm-hmm. So um, in the process between choosing between public and private healthcare, mm-hmm. I think the first thing to decide is the whether it's, a, it's something that requires a specialist. And let's say it requires a specialist, the first thing that will happen is for you to to choose for the right specialist. So in my case, the the best specialist was actually in UM, uh, UC Malaya. Yeah. But they also have a private wing, uh, which is called UMSC. Mm-hmm. So I went to the private one uh, simply because the wait was much, much shorter. If I've gone to the public one and because of my condition, uh, I, I, don't, I can't afford the time. I can't afford like the previous caller... Uh, to wait a certain month before I get my treatment. And and so, what's and what was the price difference in um, I suppose the private public healthcare versus the public public healthcare? Um, significantly, we're talking about easily ten to twenty times. So, my oh. uh, and 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 I consider UMSC a pseudo private. Yes. Uh, then a full private private. So my my surgery would have cost somewhere between sixty to eighty thousand for my brain surgery. Um, in UMSC, cost me somewhere between twenty to thirty. So that's about three times the difference. If I've gone full UMMC, which is a public side, probably would have cost me a couple of thousand. And, and, and notwithstanding the cost, um, I, I guess in engaging with uh, these respective options, uh, were you? Uh, thinking about, I guess, the expertise that was being made available to you? For me, it was more of the expertise. Um, I I didn't have any qualms going to a private or a public hospital if I knew that was the best guy in town to do the surgery. Right. And I was lucky enough that there were two options. One was in another private hospital, and the, the neurosurgeon that I, I got was from uh, UMMC. Uh, I, I would like just to give a plug to them. They did an excellent job. I think was very professional. was just simply great. Just to put into perspective for my follow-up, uh, if I wanted to wait for my MRI, the waiting list was half a year. Mm. Uh, half a year. Mm. If I paid for it, they, they could get me in in two weeks. Wow. So that is where the disparity is. Mm. I mean, if you are dying... Six months is not going to do the job. 
right? Sure. So you will have to pay. So sometimes it's not because we are choosing between pri- private or public. Yeah. Uh, it's because of the circumstance that sure. forces you to choose the private simply because you need to um, or, or based on your condition. Um, and, and I've said both in the public wing and the private wing. Thank you very much, um, Alex, for, for calling in and I guess sharing the details of those respective experiences. You know, we were speaking about public and private, but, you know, as you heard, you, you can get a little bit more granular. Yeah, uh, you right? certainly can. But that's a great testimonial. And I suppose, you know, for people who are lacking in confidence um, or still lacking in confidence, rather, when it comes to services and professionalism um, in uh, public hospitals, yeah. oh, there you have it. Uh, very quickly, this message uh, in and a different way to look at it saying, uh, my wife and I welcomed our baby girl in a private hospital. I spent close to five figures for the whole shebang. My brother-in-law welcomed his uh, new girl in a government hospital. Cost him no more than 300 ringgit. The difference uh, was in the quality. We had great care. He had limited care. It's like paying for full service flights versus a budget carrier. All right. Tweet us at BFM Radio. WhatsApp at 018-789-8899. We're moving on to our next caller. Kumar is on the line. Hi, Kumar. Kumar, you're on the air. Unfortunately, he's uh, not. He's not. <laughs> so he's going to be calling back in at zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand. Very quickly, this one that came in uh, from Fit Farm who says, for more complicated medical procedures, I would choose public, as most of the experts are in the public sector. I don't trust private. Huh? You don't hear that sentence often that's enough. That's the thing, isn't it? So it seems to be a little bit of an interesting turn. This one saying definitely public may be biased. I'm working as a government doctor, but I can tell you that most private hospitals have limitations in terms of what they can do. It depends whole on what you can afford. Government yeah. hospitals, on the other hand, often have to clean up halfway all these cases that they don't want to take on, sometimes leaving you worse for wear halfway through. Having said that, my own colleagues mostly opt for private because of the five-star hotel, like pampering that you do not get in government. So, you know, that seems to be coming through quite a little bit. Yeah. The, five-star the, the, the preference yeah. uh, of how the individual would like to experience, um, you know, their healthcare treatment. 0377109000 is the number to call. Dr. S is on the line. I and we finally get to hear, I guess, a doctor's perspective on this. Hi there. Hi. Uh, yeah. Hi. I work in the government as well as the private. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are se- several things that you guys need to know. Sure. Uh, the, in the public, you know, you have you always have somebody uh, watching you and looking up, uh, looking over your shoulders. So even you, you can't get away with mistakes, right? Mm. But in the private, everybody will just you know, like uh, take care of their own um, backyard. So we're not supposed to tell on our colleagues. So it's... it's uh, what do you mean you're not supposed to tell on your colleagues? Well, the thing is, that's the code. That's, that's the code. Right. You know, that you have to be professional. And yeah, so when we are in the government, we end up getting a lot of referrals from the private once, you know, the, they run out of money to pay. So I... In summary, I would say if you have cancer, go to the public first. Maybe uh, I agree with your caller. Um, there are certain imaging, uh, there are certain investigations that can be done faster in the in the private. So you need both actually uh, to take away the time factor. Do it in private, but the care itself uh, needs to be in the public. Mm. We, you know, we, we, we don't have any ulterior motives. 
you know, we, we do our job and we don't get a single cent more or a single cent less. Right. Uh, doctor, I had a question uh, with regards to uh, the issue of timing and I guess wait times because it's something that has been coming through. Um, could you give us your perspective on that? Yeah. Um, for example, for example, I've just got a friend who's, uh, you know, the, the family members who work in a, in a private hospital, so they can actually jump the queue to get the imaging done. Mm. But I insisted, you know, for the real care to go to the uh, public hospital, especially the tertiary ones and the university hospitals, because you have all the professors with the latest research and all sorts of techniques that you probably won't get in a private if the person is not, you know, up to date. So yeah. you only write on their uh, their reputation and their experience, but it doesn't mean that they are like you know abreast with the current uh, trends. And then, uh, like the, the dental uh, example, yeah. yes, I agree. Uh, dental, of course, please go to the uh, university hospitals. Um, it's a fraction of the cost, and it's you know please when when the when there's an opportunity for you to teach or allow. Yeah, four people in looking into your mouth. Please right. do because we, we need uh, trainees. Yeah. Sure. Some, your your case is very unique, and why not share with the world? Because you know you're special. <laughs> <laughs> One, you're special and it's the only way to, you know, keep on churning out good doctors with the ex- required experience. Doctor, as I have to ask you, this code thing does bother me. Would you say that, so, so you said, okay, so in uh, the public sector, you know, there's somebody looking over your shoulder, um, you, know, you, you don't get um, paid any more, any less for it. Would you say, would you say that the bottom line for private hospitals, in your opinion anyway, um, is um, perhaps reputation and the fact that you need to keep it a profit-making proposition? Yeah, that's why I'm uh, uh, an anonymous caller. <laughs> <laughs> well, Doctor, thank you very much. We appreciate your time and for calling in and uh, for sharing your perspective with us. Uh, moving on to our final caller before the news. Uh, our next caller is Joy. Hi, Joy. Hello. Hi. Hi. Do tell us your story. Yeah. Um, actually, um, you know, there are a lot of people who can't afford to go to private. Yeah. So they end up going to the government. Mm-hmm. Public, you know, my husband, he was detected of cancer at the last minute. Right. You know, just like few days and he's gone. So what I'm trying to say, we went to the public. It took so long. Yes, they have good doctors. But what I'm trying to say, this waiting list and every time we go in, by the time they, they detect, it's too late. So on the other hand, of course, they advise you. Go to UMMC, it's faster and all that. But you know, every time for cancer, he had a uh, he had this uh, what do you call that? Uh, we had to do PET scan, this scan, that scan, and it's all money. Otherwise, the waiting period is like three months. It took three to six months to detect he had cancer, and he's gone. So it is it is sad that people like us who can't afford it, we yeah. have to die on the with the public hospital. You know, I'm not saying the doctors are not, they're good, fantastic. You get, you get all the attention, but it's too late. 
But the waiting time uh, is crucial, and I understand. And um, I'm terribly sorry to hear. Yeah, and and thank you very much for for calling in and sharing um, uh, that experience. I'm sure it would have been a very very painful experience uh, as well. So thank you very much for calling in. Uh, Talk back continues after the six thirty news. Zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand is the number to call. Public or private healthcare? That's the topic for today. More coming up after this on BFM eighty nine point nine. Hey. You, yes, you, you, you in the car. Yes, 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 you, I'm talking to you. It's time for Talkback. So, hands-free car kits at the ready? Yes? Good. Let's talk back on BFM 89.9. Those hand-free car kits are very, very important, folks, because it's Talkback. The number to call is 0377109000. It's Caroline and Ezra. Of course, you can tweet us at BFM Radio. WhatsApp us at 018-789-8899. We're asking you, what is your first choice, public or private health care? The past half an hour, loads of folks have been calling in, sharing their respective experience with both public and private hospitals, uh, dealing with um, a variety uh, of circumstances that they've experienced. We want to hear from you, whether you've had a good experience or bad experience, and uh, or even if you have something that you want to get off your chest on this particular issue, 037710. 9,000. Our next caller is Jane. Hi, Jane. Hello. Hi. So, um, this is not my experience, but um, someone that I know of. Um, I was in, in, I met this parent um, in my same prenatal classes. Okay. So, it was in a private hospital. Um, so, um, our delivery due date is around the same date. So, I think one or two months after I gave birth, I bumped into them. And then, um, so I asked him, how, how's everything and all that. And then, so this was the husband. So the husband said, you know what? Um, we left the private hospital and moved to a public hospital. Oh. I said, oh, why was that? So the, the newborn ended up in the new natal, um, oh, I think they refer to as NICU, new, new natal inten- intensive care. Yes. So um, I think the baby, in the private hospital, the baby was in NICU about, I think, three or four days. And then he got, he found out accidentally um, because he went down to the, I think, the billing section and asked, okay, what's, what's the bill and all that. And, and then um, found out that he has already been slapped with about 30,000 bills. And is that because uh, the baby was placed in the NICU, the natal yes. uh, intensive care unit? Right. Yes, a large chunk of it was because of that. And then, of, of course, he flipped because he said, why wasn't someone... And then he started um, trying to get explanation on why the bill came up to that amount. And mm. I think um, in, in Niku, the, the baby uh, needed, I think, every day, like, um, um, something needs to be prescribed to the baby every day. Right. So every single shot or every single match or whatever amounted to, like, 1,000 or 2,000. So it's like, I think several, uh, each day, several times, this has to be prescribed. So well, within those three to four days, ended up with that amount. Um, and, and were they consulted um, that they expressly wish for their child to be placed in NICU? No, because it was emergency, right? So they were ah, informed right. that this, this baby has to be placed in NICU. So, okay, fine. So he, he was um, upset because he said, why wasn't I you know, being informed that the cost of this will lead to this amount? Um, so he decided to, to take the baby out because he was informed that the baby needs to be there at least a couple of weeks. Right. So three, four days, 30K, two weeks, I'm going to be dead, he said. So um, they moved to a public hospital um, and ended up, they spent another, I think, three weeks in the, in the public hospital. Um, I mean, the baby in NICU for about three weeks. Right. Um, and the total bill was about, I think, 2,000 plus 
for that three weeks. Oh. And I said, how was the experience? And he said, I'm happy. Um, nurses were excellent in, 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 in that hospital. The doctors were friendly. I've got no issues. <laughs> so, wow. yeah, that, that's the good news from the public sector, I suppose. Thank you very much uh, for calling in, uh, Jane. And, and, and you know what? It's the number of zeros that are being slashed off when we compare mm-hmm. private and public. And I know, you know, people are going to say, yeah, it's obvious. But I think when you hear these stories and, and you're putting a particular figure, you're putting, you know, context um, to these particular situations, it makes a significant difference, doesn't it? Yeah, it certainly does. Because we like to equate that price tag with the quality yeah. of care. Um, and it's really heartening. I mean, we've talked about public and private health care before. Um, and, you know, it's really good to hear testimonials uh, coming from uh, listeners talking about how great um, public health care really is. Well, if that was public health care, we're going to hear from Julian, who's our next caller, who's got, um, I guess, experience to share from a private hospital. Hi, Julian. Hi. Tell us your story. Well, okay, a couple of years ago, I hurt my knee and, um, you know, I was limping about for a while, so somebody told me I had to go and see an orthopedic specialist. Mm-hmm. So I went to a private hospital. And uh, he kind of poked, poked around at it a couple of times and asked me where it hurt. And then he sort of straightened it and bent it and asked me if it hurt. So I said, yes, it does. So he told me that I had torn something inside and I needed an operation, which was going to cost me something like 28000 <laughs> um, And, uh, you know, months and months of physio after that. So I don't know how much that was going to cost. And then he rolled me out a ticket to, he said, you go upstairs to get a, get a scan done for another 980 ringgit. So I kind of said, okay, it doesn't feel that terrible an injury. So I said, okay, I will and get a second opinion. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so he said, okay, fine, you can do that, but give me back the, <laughs> give me back the ticket I gave you for the scan. And, you know, he said, kind of seemed quite anxious that I not take it with me. I don't know why. <laughs> Uh, so I went to, and well, he charged me 150 consultation on top of everything. Uh, so then I went to UH, and um, the guy did, you know, sort of fairly thorough full range of motion examination. It took about five or ten minutes of moving and twisting and everything else. And then he told me it was sprained and I just needed to take it easy for a while and it would be okay. Oh, wow. Well, that, that's two and, um, and different perspectives. Take, yeah, and consultation was free. And, and did your knee feel better over oh, yeah. a short period of yeah, time? It, it did not yeah, require no. surgery then? No. I think moral of the story, though, that second opinion is uh, really important. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Julian, <laughs> uh, for calling in. And uh, yeah, that, that, that is scary. Especially, I will, I because especially that's just the consultation element. And yeah. you, you get influenced, um, you know, very much by these experts who you, you're paying some money to get their, um, you know, consultation. But well, it's, I don't know whether it's necessarily a matter of influence, right? You go to the doctor because you need their expertise. And yes. if the expert is sitting there and telling you, you, that you need surgery. I mean, do you have a, a medical degree to, to suggest then turn otherwise? Around and say yeah. No, you know. Yeah, and of course, um, you know, with Julian's experience, it was just a case of getting a second opinion. That's yeah. super crucial, uh, and saying, you know what, just got to give it a little bit of rest. Zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand. And we're asking you as to what is your first choice, public or private healthcare. Ahmad Rizwan is next on the line. Hi, Ahmad. Yes. Uh, good evening, uh, Mister. 
Good evening, sir. Tell us, uh, you know, what do you think about the differences between private and public health care? Are they one one is better than the other, or, or more or less the same? No, no I mean, uh, so, uh, no, and all the time. Malaysian here, public and and and, and this uh, what we call the uh, private. Uh, private are the same. It's just that how much you pay. Yeah, yeah. You know, like me. Uh, sometimes I'm jobless. Sometimes I go, I work. You know, and you know. <laughs> I go with Sumai Bulu. I think Sumai Bulu treat me first class. I don't even pay a cent. Oh. And, and have you had a particular positive or negative experience in either version of hospitals? Uh, yes. In university, I have problem. You know, I don't know whether university is a private or a government or semi-government. It's probably government. Uh, there's a strong chance depending on where you went. Okay, uh, okay. I, I want to, before I, I, I go on university hospital, I want to say to the public, take care of your health before you go and see, go and see a doctor, you know. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't do screening on your, on your blood test before you, you realize you've got, you got cancer or TB or anything. Don't the last minute you got cancer, then you go and see the doctor. What can the doctor do? Yeah, take care of yourself, which is great advice. Thank, Thank you, you very, very much, much for calling in. I'm at Rizwan, 0377109000. Uh, Caroline, some texts and tweets. Yep, so uh, this one in saying public or private, I would say it largely depends on the individual doctors, uh, irrespective of whichever hospital uh, they're in, as long as the doctor provides good health care. That's from Joey. Kelly and Ben, you're waiting on the line. We'll be right back after these messages. Don't go anywhere. It's top back on BFM. 89.9 to talk back BFM 89.9 It's Caroline and Ezra on TalkBack the number to call is 0377109000 that's the number to call of course you can WhatsApp us at 0187898899 tweet us at BFM Radio we're asking you when it comes to healthcare what is your first choice public or private healthcare tell us what you think our next caller is Kelly hi Kelly hello hi hi tell us your experience um, with regards to healthcare actually uh, to be honest I am the group that switched from private health private healthcare to public healthcare to be honest okay and I have like to be honest uh, I have a solid reason for that um coming from a middle class family like my since I was past six years old we always went to the private hospital private mm-hmm. clinics because we, because I think maybe because we believe in stigma that you know public hospital or public clinics cannot provide you the same services, uh, the same professionality as in private. Yeah. Sure. But then, yeah. But then when I was doing my degree uh, and because I was constantly went into healthcare field, mm-hmm. so I have to do my practical in a public clinic and public hospital. And at that point, I think my point of view was totally changed. How did it change? Because um, working, you know, doing your practical at a public clinic as well as public hospital, I see that the professionalism is really high. They really take hold on it. You know, there is SOP and the doctors, even the nurses, all sorts of healthcare departments, they have their own standards that they need to hold, you know. And each monthly basis, they have to go for a continuous education class. Mm -hmm. Uh, whereby they have to share on new research or new guidelines. So you know that the level, the professional is there. And talking about the medicines, they are giving the same medicines as private at like half or maybe quarter of the price Hmm. being charged as a private. So I think at that point, my 
Well, my point of view has really changed and right now I'm not really bothered on going to private or public. It depends much on my, on the creativity of the time. If my situation is really critical, then I need to go to private, then I will go to private. But if my situation or my health is not really that serious, then I would prefer going to public. Ah, thank you very much for sharing that with us. Uh, Kelly, I mean, you know, that particular element uh, of time, right? You know, the critical element, it's something that a lot of callers have been talking about. And I think she um, summarized it, you know, quite uh, quite well. Because if, if you have a particular serious disease that needs to be addressed immediately, you might want to consider private. But if you have some time, or if you'd like to think that given the opinions that you've, um, you know, gotten, that you have some time, then definitely a public health care might be the way to go. Having said that, it's not always an option that everyone has. Yeah, zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand. Ben is next on the line. Hi, Ben. Hi, hi. Good evening. evening. Good evening. Tell us yeah. your story. Yeah, I wanted to relay the personal experience uh, recently <clears throat> uh, about myself. Right. So I had a wound in my leg, which was uh, taking time to heal. I suppose because uh, uh, I didn't know what was wrong with me because I don't have a regular doctor. I don't go to a clinic. If I'm not well, I just try to heal myself or just take some simple medication and everything is okay. Yeah. So this wound was taking time to heal and I went to a private hospital uh, located in Puchong. And uh, because uh, having uh, insurance, I, I have a medical card, so I thought it would be the best to make use of the card since I needed to get this thing done. Yes. So I went and uh, the opinions given and all that were such that the doctors told me that I have to come in uh, next couple of days. I mean, first thing is they scare you into thinking that uh, you are you really need some drastic thing done to you uh, and you need to come in. Okay, so they said, okay, we're going to do this test and that test and all this. And since you've got insurance, we're going to ask your insurance company to uh, to, to 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 pay for it, and mm-hmm. uh, we're going to put in the application. So what happens is uh, they gave me an appointment to come in uh, to get all this test done. Okay, it was a simple wound in the leg. Uh, so the doctor told me that uh, I was probably diabetic and uh, I had known, not known about this because uh, I've, I've not gone really for a blood test or checkup for like the last five years. So what happened was on the morning when I was supposed to go into the hospital, which was like a few days later, I get a call from the hospital saying that uh, my application to the insurance company to get this covered by them was rejected. And uh, so uh, I was in a quandary, not knowing what to do. So I said, okay, if that's the case, then I'm not coming in. And uh, then they said, no, you, you probably have to come and see the doctor again and uh, get these things done, and you probably have to pay for it yourself. So I said, no, I'm, I'm not doing that. What I did was I went to the university hospital in PJ. Uh, like a normal patient, went and waited for an appointment, got the appointment done. It took uh, almost two weeks to get an appointment, Got a blood test done, and uh, they actually referred me to a foot clinic to get my my foot looked at while they had uh, put me on uh, prescription medicine for for diabetes, which uh, I'm uh, taking now. And uh, they did a very good job, and it cost me nothing. Whereas uh, when I went uh, to the private hospital, at that point before I was admitted, I paid like almost 800 ringgit on my own. And you're feeling and, much better now? Yeah, yeah, everything is fine. It's uh, The wound has uh, dried up, has cleared because the, the foot cleaning did a fantastic job. Uh, I went on uh, three separate occasions and now it's completely dry and healed. Uh, I'm still on medication, but my my medic, uh, my situation is like under control.
they said my progress is very good. And so, so what I wanted to say is, if you have the money and or if you have insurance, don't be so sure when you go to a private hospital that everything is going to be okay. Because I had been with that insurance company for like five years, uh, and they had been renewing my card every year. And when it came to this, when they when the hospital was going to charge them for this and that, they and couldn't I deliver. No, they didn't want to deliver, and they, they actually told me that they were going to cancel my insurance because they said that I had a pre-existing condition. And you only have a pre-existing condition if you know about it. And I did not know about this thing. And uh, they said, no, we're going to cancel the insurance. So now I'm fighting a battle with them to, to, to get them to, to reinstate the policy or I might take them to court because they had renewed my policy for five years. Yeah. And they had... They had, they had Suddenly, they, when, when it came to a situation where uh, they needed to pay for something which I w- wanted to claim for, and they didn't want to do it, and mm. they just pulled out. Right. I suppose, you know, it, when it comes to insurance, it really uh, can be very tricky. Ben, thank you very much uh, for calling in and sharing that with us, uh, and I'm glad to hear uh, that the foot is better as well. I mean, you right. know, that's that's a key thing because you're going to all of these different options. You know, insurance doesn't kick in. Yeah. You want to make sure everything works out. Thank you very much for calling in, Ben. Our next caller is Victor. Hi, Victor. Hi, good evening. Hi, Victor. Uh, I think in an ideal world, we shouldn't have this conversation, right? Uh, we don't live in an ideal world, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In an ideal world, I think the public hospitals should provide excellent health care uh, at affordable price for everybody. Which they but, do, uh, but with no waiting time, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but uh, I think looking at the bigger picture... Uh, I think uh, because of the water is dirty, we are forced to buy filter. Because the security issue is alarming, hmm. so uh, people want to stay in this uh, gated and guarded residence. Hmm. I see what you're getting at, Victor. I see what you're getting at. And and but you personally, do, do you have a preference? Uh, actually, I think this uh, topic come at a very opportune time. I was thinking whether to get my wisdom tree. <laughs> oh, now you, you and now you, you heard hear? our previous caller, yeah. perhaps. Yeah. Yes, I didn't know that I have an option. No, now I know I do, but I'm still in two minds whether I'm prepared to wait the two months mentioned by Cheryl. Well, are you prepared so, to have some, um, you know, students look into your mouth at the same time? Sorry. Well, part of the deal as well from our one of our previous callers who did have uh, her dental surgery done was that she, she had to agree to medical students um, in the operating theater so that they could observe the patient. Are you open to that? Uh, I think I should be because uh, I don't think I will die of it. Right. That's a good point. Well, you never know. But you know what, Victor, please uh, let us know how that works out. Yeah. Right, right, uh, right. One, one day if I don't call anymore, you know what happens. Oh, no. Oh, okay, well, let, let's oh. not go in that direction, Victor. I'm sure everything's going to be fine. Good luck with oh. that decision. Thank you very much for calling in. Victor likes to have a little humor. He's a regular caller, you know. Oh, dear. All right. Thank you very much. Um, moving on to our next caller, Aaron is on the line. Hi, Aaron. Hi, good evening, guys. Good evening. All right. Um, so this thinking about uh, when you were talking about public and private, I remember when our first child came, you know, being very uh, anticipating parents, we want the best. So, of course, we decided, okay, let's do it in the private. Sure. But I remember being in the labor room, uh, I, I keep seeing the nurse taking out things and like, they are taking out their packs, you know, labors after labors. And I asked them what they're labeling for. Oh, it's going to, they're going to charge you for this. So, every glass I was counting, yeah. every... 
very close. They were taking out. I was counting the labels that they were actually, and I was thinking, my God, they're going to charge me for all these things. And it was just simple, simple procedures. And um, after delivery, of course, the pediatrician of the hospital came and said, look, we have many packages for immunization shots. And uh, it was quite expensive. And so uh, we were thinking whether should we do it in the same hospital. Uh, but we were told by some, some parents, they, why not you go to the clinic of Seatan, which is a public, a public small Seatan, uh, where you can get the shots and it's free. So we decided to do that. Uh, of course, the wait is quite long every day, uh, each time that we go, but it was free. And I actually was very impressed because they actually they have a standard operating procedure, so they they do things very thoroughly and they ensure that they go through step by step. So I thought they did a very wonderful job. So much so that uh, when we were thinking about okay, uh, if our next child when are we go- where are we going to uh, deliver it? And actually, my wife and I decided let's go private, uh, public for that matter since they are very very good from that. All right. Fantastic. Thank you very much uh, for calling in, Aaron. You know, I think it is pretty interesting. And I do wonder whether or not the next time we talk about this, whether when people call in talking about um, how great public health care is, they won't sound so surprised. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and the reason we say this is because, you know, we've done, uh, you know, a conversation like this uh, a few times, you know, in the past few years. And I remember the first time that I was involved such a, of such a discussion that I remember very, very, um, you know, sharply that public health care was the option that a lot of callers called in with and, mm-hmm. and that surprised me of course now it, it really is encouraging to hear that that trend is the same it is very quickly this tweet that came in from Chapong saying the insurance caller a little earlier his agent scammed him okay <laughs> Amir uh, you're now on the line you're our final caller of the day very very quickly do tell us uh, your experience hi good evening. good evening I just want to share with you the experience that happened to my love my friend and then uh, we had to admit him to a public hospital because we were in the Putrajaya and then his appendix was infected and it was uh, considered very serious infection and the pain was so terrible until we didn't have time to come to KM yep. and we had to admit our friend to the public hospital in, in Putrajaya and then the public hospital said uh, they do not have time and enough, uh, enough uh, time for the surgery and my friend had to wait for at least three days. Right. It was considered a very serious uh, sickness for him because his body was uh, very painful. And then anyhow, we discussed with the doctors in order to do the surgery for him by the next day. But once the doctor did the surgery, uh, you know, since it was an infection, they shouldn't, uh, they should not close the, they should not close the wound, and they let it be. They have to do the dressing, but they closed the wound, and they um, the body of my friend was full of infection until he got a very high fever, but they didn't realize it at all. And they asked us, you can discharge after two, two days after the surgery. And once we discharged, my friend was not feeling well at all. And we had to admit to a private hospital and he went to see his doctor. And the doctor said they should not close the stitch because it was the infection yeah. and they have to do the dressing. And then we had to pay about uh, so much money to the private hospital and again stay there for 
for ten more nights in order to get like the recovery. Yeah, oh, Amir, it sounds like a little bit of a nightmare, and I hope on, everything on both fronts. Absolutely, yeah. I hope everything works out all right. We have got the news though coming up in a little bit. Unfortunately, uh, Amir, thank you very much for your call and for all of you who called in and sending your texts and tweets. Thank you very much for participating in Talkback. Seven o'clock news is coming up right now on BFM eighty nine point nine. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.